0: Hello, fellow ghosts, demons, and cryptids. If you are listening to this, you, like me, have become curious of the ever-shifting veil between reality and imagination. You have gazed into the void and felt a mixture of fear and curiosity, and you would like to experience it more in the manner of various tales of uncertainty and peril that can unravel the fabric of one's mind in hopes that you may temporarily slip into the madness of the unknown. Either that or you are lost. Regardless, I hope you will allow me to tell you a little story. Before we begin our tale, allow me a moment to tell you how you can cheat the game of time and experience each story a week in advance, as well as other expected stories that will be sent through the ether for as little as a dollar a month on Patreon. You will also be supporting future projects, such as a YouTube channel in which you may prod at my innermost thoughts and decipher how the machinations of a mad person sees the world and the media we consume, as well as things a little more… lighthearted. There will also be another podcast in the future, a sort of love letter to old radio tales in the form of a murder mystery called The Tarot Killer. This project will be a long while yet. But will arrive sooner the more people that support patreon higher tiers also give bonuses to this pending podcast such as characters named by you and even possibly a cameo as well as free merchandise as well as it's made and free art drawn by yours truly if monthly subscriptions aren't your cup of tea but you still wish to support these tales continue to listen share with other beings that surround you and consider buying the books in which these tales have found their home. All these are in the description here and with each episode. Blood drips from her pores, an insect is made. When in sight there's cause to be afraid. She'll make your eyes bleed, sight never unseen. They all hail to the Mosquito Queen. Delilah couldn't remember where she first heard the poem, but she was always unnerved by it. Perhaps she read it first on the internet somewhere, but no, she had the strangest memory of seeing the poem in print first somewhere. Regardless, it gave her chills. She normally didn't like spooky stuff, and it wasn't something she liked to think of often, but for some reason, at seemingly random times, the poem would come back to her like a haunting melody. This time was one of those times, as she ran on the treadmill in the bronze biceps gym. She noted how the sweat was getting into her eyes and making them sting, which would brought her mind to make your eyes bleed. She stopped running on the treadmill to hit the showers so she could wash away the sweat. Cooling down in the pool might be nice after the shower, she thought. She had to be somewhere close to the dumbbells so that when her boyfriend and training partner Jerry arrived, they could meet up. The dumbbells area faced the window wall that led to the pool, so it would be easy to catch him once he came in. After the shower and she got dressed, she found a spot on the pool where she could swim idly and relax. It felt so nice to have a place to cool down after such rigorous running. She could feel her muscles relax in the fresh, cool water as it lifted her from the floor and carried her with its small current caused by the lot of twelve-year-olds on the other corner of the pool, splashing each other. Delilah herself was not too fond of kids. If they didn't come bother her, she didn't mind them, but other times she had little patience for kids that would come and bug her. An insect is made. She had become nice and relaxed after ten minutes into the pool when she noted that Jerry was still not around. He was already almost an hour late at this point and it concerned her. Delilah hopped out of the pool to dry herself off and she went to grab her cell phone. Delilah crossed one arm over her body and propped her other elbow on the wrist, her cheek leaning into the receiver. A loud ringing came from her other ear, and it made her heart nearly jump out of her mouth. She screamed and dropped her phone, turning around to hit her boyfriend's chest with her fist. Ha <laughs> ouch, that hurt, Lila. Don't you dare sneak up on me like that. What the heck is wrong with you? She patted through clenched teeth, picking up her phone to make sure it wasn't broken. I'm sorry, Jerry laughed. When I didn't see you at the dumbbells, I thought you'd be at the treadmill. But when I didn't see you, I went to the showers to get ready, and on my way out, here you were. I knew you were calling me and I couldn't resist. Why were you late? she demanded. I waited for like an hour. There was some sort of accident on the highway. I waited in that traffic jam for like 45 minutes. I tried to text you to say I was going to be late. Didn't you get the text? No, I didn't get any text, Delilah grumbled. She looked at her phone and saw one new message. Yes, I got the text. Well, that's cool. I'm here now. You still want me to school you? I mean, spot you on the waits? Delilah smirked a little. Their little rivalries were what got them motivated to work out. It was so much better doing that sort of thing together rather than being alone. So you think you can outweigh me, Thunder Thighs? Whoa, who's calling who Thunder Thighs? I don't think I appreciate that sort of bullying. I should report you to the gym staff. The two wandered into the weight room. Delilah and Jerry exchanged witty banter between each other as they stretched their muscles. Oh, that's right, I forgot. You're so sensitive, Delilah Moth. At least I'm not so easily startled by the littlest things, like the sound of a ringing cell phone. You want to know something, Wyler? Oh, so we're going by last names now, Miss O'Donoghue? How about we let our muscles do the talking? I have a good idea how it's going to end with me kicking your butt. Oh, but tis I, fair lady, who will be kicker on yonder ass. Okay, nerd, how about you spot me and we'll see whom shall kick us to which ass. Jerry followed Delilah to the weight bench. The goal was to bench press 10 more than the most weight the other person could. Jerry surpassed Delilah with upper body weight, but Delilah was far ahead in light weights. She could run much faster, though Jerry was more flexible. They were nearly the exact same when swimming, which was the last thing they did. To wind down before going home, the two of them went into the sauna together. I love how they make this room smell like peppermint, it's so refreshing, Delilah sighed. It's definitely better than the smell of sweat, Jerry agreed. He took off his glasses and set them to the side, more tired with trying to keep them from getting fogged up than he was about not being able to see anything. Blood dripped from her pores. Hey, Jerry? Hmm? You know the scary story with that mosquito lady? Do you know where the poem for her originated? I don't know. Why are you asking? It's just been in my head all day, and it creeps me out. I thought if I knew where it came from, I don't know, maybe it won't seem as scary. Lila, the Mosquito Queen is just a myth. Don't worry about it, okay? You can't just tell me not to worry about it. When has that ever worked for anyone? Jerry sighed. I'll look it up at some point when I'm at work, okay? Are we still in for dinner tomorrow? You bet. Thank you, Delilah smiled. Jerry was great at finding out almost anything. He was a big, nerdy know-it-all, and Delilah loved him for it. She knew that if anyone could rifle through all the phony original content and get to the real truth, it would be Jerry. He had plenty of time working at the library. Not many people really went to the public library anymore, so he had more time than Delilah, who worked retail at an appliance store. Her knowledge was extensive in how to fix vacuums, refrigerators, and microwaves. She knew what brands were better than others and how to best rig up computers and televisions. She didn't have much patience trying to research stuff like Jerry did. Jerry was book smart, and Delilah felt no shame in admitting her silly boyfriend's greatest strength. The end of the day came crashing onto the earth, and Delilah was exhausted. She got home and immediately plopped down with leftover pizza and a beer. As she enjoyed a game show, she heard a buzzing. It made her jump, and she almost dropped her beer. In the apartment, a mosquito was flying around. Jenny felt her spine freeze. She wanted to kill it, but she didn't want to kill it. It sounded stupid, but she didn't want to incur the wrath of the Mosquito Queen, should she exist. Delilah found a cup in the kitchen, hunted the mosquito down, and put the cup over it before it was able to fly away. Aha! Caught you! Now I can decide what to do with you tomorrow. She wouldn't get the opportunity to do anything to it the next morning. She walked over to the glass, and the mosquito had disappeared. What? She could have sworn that she trapped it. She hoped it didn't bite her overnight. She felt herself getting itchy just from the idea and hurried to get ready for the day. She was especially looking forward to dinner later that night. She waited in front of the barbecue restaurant while wearing a flowing blue sundress with butterfly patterns and a matching satchel purse. She blushed, not being used to wearing anything so flattering, but she wanted to feel especially fancy for the dinner and had a slight excitement in surprising Jerry whenever she had the chance. Wow, I didn't recognize you, she expected him to say, or maybe just a stunned look of admiration. Of course, knowing him, he wouldn't even say anything about it. There was that possibility. Though to be honest, she would prefer anything but that. She went to a lot of trouble to look nice. She even wore the heirloom flower clip her mother gave her to pull back her hair, which exploded into curls of ebony underneath. Delilah noticed Jerry's car pulling into the driveway moments before their intended meet time. Jerry always cut his time close, she thought with a sigh. Her stomach was growling and had lost passion in keeping her posture. She watched him park and walk out of the car with a t-shirt and a worn pair of jeans. She smiled at him as he walked up to her. You look nice, he kissed her cheek. Aren't you cold, though? You look nice. It wasn't poetry, but he did notice. It was more than she hoped to expect, and it made her heart flutter all the same. No, I'm not cold. How was work? I researched that poem you wanted me to and i have some interesting news to tell you yeah Delilah's stomach lurched at remembering what she asked him let's go ahead and have a seat first though i'm so hungry i could eat everything on the menu they were seated for two overlooking the garden park across the street the sun was setting and they sat there together waiting for their orders to arrive delilah's attention had turned towards the poem again She wasn't certain why it had started to bother her, but she somehow felt as though it was something important to her. It was a code that needed unlocking, or a story without an end. Okay, you wanted to know about the poem about the Mosquito Queen, so I did a little digging online. As far as I can tell, it doesn't go very far back. It seems as though the poem started with someone online inside of a scary story webpage. Oh, so it's just a story, Delilah relaxed. Not exactly. Delilah's eyes darted to his to see if he was joking or trying to scare her. What do you mean by not exactly? I said the poem started out online. The Mosquito Queen story goes back much, much farther. The story itself has only been written recently in one or two books. The oral tradition goes back to a small band of tribesmen hundreds of years ago. It's only now gained recognition from the poem. So what you're telling me is the Mosquito Queen is a real thing? Jerry laughed. (laughs) What? Lila, it's just a ghost story. It's old, sure, but it was probably just a cautionary story. The Mosquito Queen was a forest spirit that was cut down and deformed by a man who eventually paid the price. Sometimes he was just blinded. Sometimes he was turned into a mosquito. Sometimes he was sucked dry of all his blood. It depends on where you heard the story. The tribesmen probably just made the story to warn people about forgetting the spirits or not being kind to nature or something like that. That's all it is. Delilah knew she should have felt better with what he said, but she couldn't bring herself to. She only kept thinking about the mosquito that went missing in her room. They ate together and had conversation that had Delilah forget about it. She didn't think of the Mosquito Queen again until it was time for them to part ways. The sky was black now, and darker with the clouds hiding the stars and moon. Jerry, Delilah called out. Jerry looked at her and smiled. Yeah. "'Could I maybe spend the night with you tonight?' "'Oh?' "'Oh! "'Not like that.' "'Oh. "'Sure, Delilah. "'Is something wrong?' "'I'm just a little spooked, that's all,' she admitted. "'Delilah held her arms over her chest. "'It was colder tonight than she thought it would be.' "'Aww,' Jerry sighed, but dare not say any more. "'Sure, drive on over. "'The place isn't that clean, though.' "'That's all right,' Delilah replied.' She got used to his sloppiness by now, and he wasn't all that bad to begin with. She drove her car behind his, and they both parked over at the duplex he lived in. The other half of the house was for sale. Delilah joked sometimes about buying the other half, but they weren't ready for that sort of step. For the time being, Jerry just had half of the house. They went in together, talking about work and their family. Delilah mused that she hadn't seen her family in a while, while Jerry's parents call him almost every day. Jerry offered to sleep on the couch while she took the bed, but Delilah didn't want to be far from Jerry, so they decided to sleep in the bed together. Jerry went into his bedroom to grab some clothes Delilah left at his house earlier, and to also get her a big shirt and boxes to sleep in. As the couple got ready for bed, Delilah heard a buzzing. What's that? She cried. She looked around her until she met Jerry's eye contact. What's what? Jerry asked. He caught sight of something flying around. Oh, stupid mosquitoes. Wait, Jerry, don't! Delilah tried to stop Jerry before he tried to kill the mosquito, but Jerry had already slammed a book on top of the insect, which landed on the desk. Delilah felt her stomach sink. Oh, Jerry, what have you done? What, you wanted to save the insect? It would just bite us overnight. I'd rather not go to work scratching all day, would you? But the Mosquito Queen, Delilah sounded desperate now, wishing for Jerry to understand. You're still on about that story? Lila, my dearest Butterbean. Jerry put his hands on both of Delilah's cheeks, squishing her face a little. There is no such thing as a mosquito queen. Well, perhaps there's a queen mosquito in bug terminology, I don't really know. But there is no evil, deformed spirit sucking people dry of their blood. Even if there was, I would beat it up. Delilah laughed through her squished cheeks. You're going to beat up a deadly spirit? I'd beat up a hundred if it made you feel better, Jerry grinned. After a few moments, the two went to sleep. They cuddled together beneath the thin sheets and blanket, with Delilah's head resting at the crook of Jerry's neck. They were intertwined, they were calm, and they were satisfied. Delilah heard buzzing. Delilah was so tired, and it was hard to force her sleepy mind away from the dream she was having. Jerry was snoring loudly, but the buzzing wasn't coming from him. "'Jerry,' she whispered. She nudged him, but he didn't stir. Delilah peeped through his arm into the darkness. It didn't sound like an insect. It was building up to almost a swarm of them. Delilah's breathing quickened, nudging Jerry harder. Jerry, wake up! The insects, wake up! She hissed. Mm-hmm. What? Jerry mumbled. Delilah was silent for a few seconds as Jerry turned his head around a moment. What's that noise? Jerry turned to flip on his desk lamp. The light was turned on, but even then, It was dim, with a number of mosquitoes crawling on the light bulb. Delilah and Jerry both jumped up in bed, looked around in horror. The room was swarming with the little insects. Jerry's closet door slowly started to open. Nope, Jerry cried before grabbing Delilah's hand and running out of his room. He slammed the door behind them, but as he went to open the door, the handle was swarming with insects. Jerry swallowed his disgust to grab the handle, but not only would the handle not budge, the mosquitoes on the doorknob flew to cover Jerry's hand and wrist before he hollered and frantically tried to wipe the mosquitoes away from him. Ew, ew, ew! Jerry, what's happening? Delilah cried, looking back at the bedroom, watching with terror as the door slowly started to open. Jerry kicked the door, but only splintered it. Delilah, help me out here! Delilah kicked the door and managed to bust a hole through to freedom. The impact hurt Delilah's leg, and the wood splinters cut into her skin, but her fear numbed the pain. Jerry tore himself through the door first, making way for Delilah to follow. As soon as the two of them made it outside, they both stopped and held each other closer. There was a profile of a woman, crouched and nude, her body covered and her hair ratted and falling over her face. In the dim light, they could only notice the back and spine lit by the moon but she was bleeding. The blood didn't come from any cut, but it seemed to sweat out of her before the droplets of blood would disappear. She was swarmed by mosquitoes, and slowly her head started to turn toward them. Don't look! Just run! Jerry shouted to Delilah. Both of them shouted for help in the little suburban area, but all the houses were instead dark and swarming with mosquitoes. Nobody came to help them, and with every place they tried to run, the Mosquito Queen crouched there, waiting. Delilah and Jerry both shut their eyes at the sight of her. Delilah thought how stupid they were for not grabbing their car keys. If they could drive fast enough, then maybe they could survive. Suddenly, Jerry stopped running. This is stupid. We can't run from it. Jerry turned his gaze to Delilah, his jaw trembling. We might as well fight. Are you crazy? Delilah hit his shoulder in hopes of whacking sense into him. You can't beat up a spirit, Jerry. What the heck are you thinking? Well, running and shouting is getting us nowhere, so the last thing to do is punch that stupid spirit in her stupid face. Delilah, go hide somewhere. You're an idiot, Jerry. I'm telling you, if you try to punch her, you're going to die. That's why I'm telling you to hide, Delilah. Jerry turned his gaze to her. She felt his hand trembling in hers. She had never seen him so scared, but he spoke as evenly and convincing as he could. It'll be fine just let me do this. Delilah didn't know what he was trying to say. Did the running get the best of him? Did he think this was a dream? Delilah was scared, and the cut on her leg was starting to hurt. She limped behind a neighbor's fence and watched through the cracks. Come on, then! Come at me! Jerry cried out, his voice and legs shaking. Delilah grit her teeth. The swarming sound came closer and closer. Jerry stood in the middle of the street, waiting for the Mosquito Queen to come over to him. Delilah watched in horror as Jerry turned, and there she was, staring at him. Jerry was caught off guard for a second, but closed his eyes and, waiting for something horrible to happen, ran at her with his fist rushing toward her. He didn't feel anything contact his hand. He opened his eyes to see what had happened. His eyes went to his fist. It was swarming with mosquitoes. It was stuck in place. Jerry tried to retrieve his hand. He didn't want to look at her. The punch seemed to go through her chest, or rather, her body parted from the fist, and now the mosquitoes are there, biting his arm, swarming out of the terrible woman and onto the rest of his body. He tried to punch with his other hand, but the swarm was all over him now, tickling his flesh. He screamed. Delilah tried to stand up, but she was petrified. She watched the image of the Mosquito Queen become a swarm, and as they consumed Jerry, his screams became faint, and he started to sway. They're sucking him dry, she thought. Finding the strength to stand at last, she turned to go around the fence. I have to save Jerry, was all she could think. Once she had turned the corner of the fence, standing before her was the Mosquito Queen. She grinned an unnatural grin. Her black hair fell around her, her eyes black as void, had only two small white pupils staring right into Delilah's eyes. Delilah gasped, but she was too paralyzed. She couldn't close her eyes. She couldn't even move her head. She felt something hot fall down her cheeks. Tears? No. Blood. Her vision blurred and filled with red. She screamed in agony. She begged for someone. She begged for Jerry. Everything went dark. The following morning, no witness could recall hearing any foul play. Some people who had even been awake at the time claimed that everything was peaceful all night. However, when the neighborhood woke up, the duplex door was splintered open. There was a dead man in the middle of the street. His body withered and sucked clean, covered in small red dots where his pores were as though he bled out of them himself. A woman could be heard crying hysterically, blood dried down her eyes. She called for Jerry, but she never saw him, or anything else, again.